I know you want to make a difference, a change, an impact in the world. And in order to, to do that, you're going to build a team. But if you have someone toxic on your team, especially someone who's a top producer, it will destroy your ability to build a cohesive team and get into momentum. I'm Alex Sharfman, and this is the Momentum Podcast, made for empire builders, game changers, trailblazers, shot takers, record breakers, world makers, and creators of all kinds. Those among us who can't turn it off and don't know why anyone would want to. We challenge complacency, destroy apathy, and we are obsessed with creating momentum so we can roll over bureaucracy and make our greatest contribution. Sure, we pay attention to their rules, but only so that we can bend them break them, then rewrite them around our own will. We don't accept our destiny, we define it. We don't understand defeat because you only lose if you stop, and we don't know how. While the rest of the world strives for average and clings desperately to the status quo, we are the minority, the few, who are willing to hallucinate there could be a better future, and instead of just daydreaming of what could be, we endure the vulnerability and exposure it takes to make it real. We are the evolutionary hunters, clearly the most important people in the world, because entrepreneurs are the only source of consistent, positive human evolution, and we always will be. Last week, we had one of our Billionaire Code Summits here in town, and it was absolutely extraordinary. We had over 60 people, and... It was amazing to see this event was was just so much more incredible than the last one because we had a lot of people here this month in September that were here last June. And when you look at June, July, August, September, it's only a four month, three or four months since our last event. And to see the difference that people were making, to see the impact that they were making, to see... I mean, we had businesses go from a million dollars to five million dollars. Uh, uh, so many people in the room were having their record month. And why? Because they're all building cohesive, adaptable teams that support each other. And Katie and I, at the on the last night, we ended up having a, a conversation. My wife and I had a conversation with one of our clients. And I won't share their name because this is a sensitive situation. But they pulled us aside and they said, hey, you know, we've got this issue in our business. One of the main people in the business, one of the main producers in the business, is absolutely toxic. She's calling our other team members idiots. She refers to people in a really rude way. All of the customer complaints we're getting are from her. She's mean. She makes everyone feel tense. And But she's our top producer in the business. She brings in more revenue than any other individual. What do we do? And my answer was immediate. And it was 100% confident. You get rid of her as fast as you possibly can. Here's why. The toxic top producer will destroy your team faster than anybody else. And if it doesn't destroy the entire team, here's what it will do. It will destroy any trust your, has te your team has in each other and in you. Here's why. I call this sanctioned incompetence. Here's what this means. If you have anyone in your company that isn't acting the way you want them to, supporting your culture, doing everything that you want them to, and you let it happen without correction, then you are sanctioning that incompetence. And sanction is the same as approval. When you don't make a difference, you are approving their behavior. And so when you have a top producing team member that's treating other people on the team in a negative way, here's what you are telling your team. One, the negative behavior okay and two if you perform you can be a jerk and that 
more than anything else on the team, will destroy tr trust, rob you of momentum, and here's the most important thing, it doesn't matter what a top producer they are, they're going to remain the top producer because you will not attract other top producers and A players in an atmosphere where someone is behaving in a toxic way. Here's why. After a while, the only people that will stay in a business that's toxic are the ones who like to be abused. And I know that sounds judgmental, but they're out there, they're real. I've seen it my entire career. And if you're in a, a world, in a, in a business, where you don't want people who like to be abused, where you want to build a culture where people feel supported, where you want people to be excited to come to work, where you want them to act in a way that they support each other and that they're growing and that your business is adaptable and you're growing a culture of performance, you absolutely cannot leave a person in place that is working against you. You can't leave a person in place that's not supporting a cohesive culture and you can't leave a toxic person in place because your team won't trust you. When a team is treated in a way that they're talked down to and they're treated rudely and they're called names, what they're literally being told is that they aren't as important as the person who's bringing in the revenue. So you know what they decide immediately? They're not going to bring in revenue. You don't get their discretionary efforts. You don't get their discretionary time. They're not going to be thinking about you when they're driving home from work or in the shower, or maybe they are. They're only going to be thinking about how do they get out of your business? Because when people feel pain in their business it or in, in their job, in the place where they spend most of their time, it is destructive, not just to them. I want you to internalize this because if if you're building a team, it's not just destructive to them, it's destructive to them, to their children, to their spouse, to their friends, to their family, to everyone around them. Because when you have to go into an environment every day where you're treated poorly, where you're not taken care of, where you're called an idiot, I mean, I, I get uncomfortable even saying it. When those things happen, it's near impossible to perform at your best. You will not care about the position that you're in. You're in survival mode. You will always be triggered on alert and maybe even in some level of fight or flight. And when that happens, you are not at your best. So if there's one person on your team, it doesn't matter how much they're bringing into the company. If they're toxic, if they're mean, if they're treating your people poorly, you are destroying the productivity of everyone else. You are prohibiting your ability to create a culture of performance and... When someone's toxic, when they're triggering the people around them, when they're mean to the people around them, they keep everyone in the business on alert and triggered and in fight or flight and worried and concerned and all of that energy takes away from their ability to grow the team. I've dealt with toxic people my entire career. In fact, there's a practitioner that I've dealt with on the West Coast multiple times and She's one of the most talented practitioners in the country. She's one of the most talented physicians I know. She's incredible at what she does. Double board certified, amazing person. But she can't talk about her team without being mean. She can't talk about her team without saying how crazy they are and how dumb their mistakes are and how stupid it is. And, and she literally uses those words. And as a result, I can't even work with her. When there's an owner who doesn't see the humanity of the people around them, when there's someone on your team that doesn't realize that they're actually part of a team, when there's, some, when there's an entrepreneur who doesn't take care of their team, that to me is the most tragic situation in the world. Here's why, and I said this several times this week in my class. When you're the CEO of a company, you're one of the top three most important people in a person's life. 
And everybody wants to argue that with me. What about their mom? What about their dad? What about their kids? What about their wife? Well, you know what? Other than their wife and kids, you have more influence or, or their husband and kids or their spouse and kids or significant other. You have more influence over that person's happiness than just about anyone else in the world. You have more influence over that person's momentum than just about anyone else in the world. Why? Because time is where we get and feel momentum and they're spending 40 hours a week or more with you. And if they're not getting momentum, in their jobs. That means the place where they are focusing their most time in a focused way, they're not getting momentum. You have more influence on their life than anyone else. And I think as CEOs, sometimes we don't think about that. In fact, I think for most CEOs, most CEOs go an entire career without even knowing that, without accepting that, without an awareness of the fact that you are that important to the people around you. And when there's someone on your team who isn't treating your team with respect and communication and listening to them and understanding what's going on, you break down the most important thing between you as a CEO and your team in order to create a performance culture, and that's a simple word called trust. See, as CEOs, we have to be able to predict, predict the future, tell our team where we're going and get them there. Then we have to be able to protect each one of them in their position, show them what they're accountable for, show them the scoreboard, show them that they are winning, and show them clear outcomes. And then we have to create an environment where everyone on the team feels supported and taken care of and safe. Because when people don't feel those things, they will not give you their, their discretionary efforts. They will not put their energy into the position. They will do everything they have to do before they run out of there and go home. But when someone has clear outcomes, when they feel protected, when they feel safe, when they're getting momentum from their position, you will get discretionary efforts. You will get their ideas. You will get their attention. You will get their love for your business because they're getting momentum from it. And if you've never been in a business where everyone in the room is thrilled to be there, you don't understand just how empowering and just how amazing that is for every single person in the room. In my businesses, there are two policies that every single person hears from me on the way in. The first one is the no gossip policy. There is absolutely no gossip in our companies. If you're talking about an, a problem with somebody who is lateral to you, if you're not pushing a problem upwards, if you're talking about a, to someone about a problem or a person that can't help you fix it, that's gossip. We don't allow it and we have zero tolerance. And the second policy everyone hears from me is the anti-discrimination policy. I don't care what is different about a person that joins our company. I don't care what color they are, what religion they are, where they're from, what language they speak, what, per, what people they choose to be in a relationship with, what sex they choose to be in a relationship, what, whatever they want to do in their lives, I support them as a human being. And then I provide a place for them to work where they can put their efforts and where they can live with a matter of excellence and live in a way that's excellent and work in a way that they can show how incredible they are. And if you have a toxic environment with a top producer who's making people feel unsafe, all of that gets ripped down. So it doesn't matter who the person is on your team. It doesn't matter how much they bring into the company. It doesn't matter how important they are to the business right now. If there's anyone on your team that is creating a toxic environment and making people feel uncomfortable, you have to resolve this right now. And then if you're a CEO, 
I want you to think, when was the last time you thought to yourself, what an idiot? Or when was the last time you, under your breath or even out loud, insulted a member of your team? Or when was the last time you were talking to someone else negatively about your member of your team? Because are you ready for this? And I, I want to tell this practitioner this now that I'm thinking about this. I want to call her and let her know that every time you complain about your team, what you're really doing is admitting how terrible a leader you are. And every time you talk down about a person of your team, on your team, what you're really admitting is what a terrible team builder you are. And every time you call someone an idiot or a moron, or you say they can't get their work done, or you talk down about somebody, or you make them feel uncomfortable, you are proving you shouldn't have the business you have. Because in order to be a, select, a su- successful CEO, in order to take your contribution all the way, in order to have the outcomes you want, you have to create an environment where you support the people on your team and you make them feel safe. So it doesn't matter who it is. If there's someone on your team that's creating an unhealthy, unsafe environment, resolve to get rid of them as soon as you possibly can. And if you're ready to build the game-changing team you've always known you could, if you want some support and a membership and a community around you of people doing the exact same thing, contact us. Go to BillionaireCode.com, answer a few questions. You'll have an opportunity to set up a call with a member of my team. Jump on that call and let us show you the options we have available to help you create your game-changing company.